Hey, this is Babble on and on and on. Hi, this is the Grammar Nazi. Hi, this is Jack Flack. Hey, this is Skull Crazes. This is Kimari and Tux's Furman. Hey, this is Stanky Stankowitz. This pre-trib rapper from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. <laughs> hey, this is Exolange. And you are listening to... And you're listening... And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You are listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to We the People. Oh. Subscribers' whole life dream to have Kyle and Adam read their headline and then go, hmm. <laughs> you are fake news. This is from Bilds Bottom. Vets. Velt? Velts Boto. Velts Boto. Velts Boto. Vets Boto. Velts Boto. We hold these truths to be self evident. All men and women created by go, you know the, you know the thing. You know the flower bed. You know the thing. Hey, what's up, you wonderful headline forum subscribers? Welcome to We the People. This is Pure Teach, coming at you once again across the miles from the beautiful country of Belgium. For those of you that don't know, Belgium is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called France. I'm sitting at my table here and I'm wearing a blue... Well, I'm actually wearing my pyjamas, which are blue. And that's because it's really late here, so I apologise in advance if by the end of this podcast my energy levels are completely depleted. But I'm excited because even though it's heading into the depths of the night here, in the US of A, the sun is shining, and there are two very important subscribers that are joining me today. The first is my co-host... Joining me from his professional professing headquarters, deep in an undisclosed location, it's the wonderful, the talented, the amazing, conservative prof. <laughs> I love that intro. That's an awesome tease. Really enjoyed that. And uh, it's been a great week for the Babylon Bee. We've had a lot of subscribers get published or featured including our guest who's going to be with us today. Uh, recently had both a feature and a publish, so it's really cool to see that. And uh, hopefully everybody's been noticing in the forum that SDH has been, when something's been featured, um, she's been pinning that, which is really cool. And she did a couple of those today already. Um, so it's really been fun to see that. And uh, when you log into the forum and you see a pinned headline from uh, somebody, you're like, hey, look at that. That's really cool. So I really enjoyed seeing those last couple of days. Yeah, there's been a lot of developments on the forum recently, and uh, it's uh, it's really cool to see. And like you say, I, I posted a headline today just to say it's great to see all of these these headlines that are being posted, and it just feels like that they're drawing more from the headline forum, which is really nice mm -hmm. to see. And I also posted a headline saying we have a very special guest uh, for the podcast. You know, we're here, two guys, and we thought it would be good to uh, get some female input into our conversation just keep us sensible and keep us on the straight and narrow it's someone we had on last time and we wanted her to join in again today and uh, talk with us and uh, get to know her a bit more so here she is who who is it it's me kurgle hey kurgle well you did mention having a female on so i would like to say i think the last time when we had our call if I remember right, I logged in before Slightly Desperate Housewife and before Oh Dear. So that means that I am the first woman to ever be on We The People, which is way more impressive than you two creating and hosting it. 
I would agree. Yeah, <laughs> totally. How does it feel to be a diversity hire, Kurgle? How does that feel? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and how does it, how did it feel to get mansplained by Tish and I as we explain how we're going to do the podcast? How'd that feel? Mm, made me feel like a DEI. Okay, we were we were aiming for that. That's exactly what our goal was. Okay, good deal. I'm glad that worked out. <laughs> Yeah, so Kurgle, you were talking about the the podcast. I have to be honest, it's it's actually it's a long time ago. People listening probably don't realize when did we actually uh, all get together and have that conversation. It was a couple of months ago, wasn't it? Probably June, maybe July. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, we had no idea what what was going to happen with it, did we? And uh, at the time, there was the new website had just been launched, and we I'd expected if it was going to end up in the wider B sphere, that it would probably land on Not The B because they have mm-hmm. a number of community podcasts. But again, I didn't know if it would be possible or, or whatever. So it was a real blessing that uh, the guys, and I just want to say thanks to to Dan Dillon and uh, the team at The B who very unexpectedly decided to make a community podcast section on uh, the main Babylon B website. And we're the first ones on there, of course, next to The B Radio with the wonderful Austin Robertson. But that's a real privilege. And uh, we're really grateful for all of the the comments, the the feedback that people have been leaving. And for those that are on Not The B, we've created a group called We The Beeple. So feel free to go over to that and join. And uh, we'll try and use that as a hub where we can have interaction and people can leave comments and give us suggestions. Because at the end of the day, this is a community initiative and we want to hear from you, the listener, and we want to get your feedback and help shape this thing. So we're not quite there yet. We're still working on some ideas. And the idea today was just to say hello and uh, let you guys know what we're working on, where we hope to go. And uh, at the end of the podcast, we will have a special reveal, our next or our first, actually, our first official guest who who will be joining us hopefully on the next podcast. And we will reveal that later. It will be exciting uh, who that guest will be. So make sure you listen to the very end. I happen to know who it is and you'll, you'll like it. Everybody knows who he is. And we had to mansplain to Kurgle to not to not reveal that too soon. Yes, it's very important. <laughs> and we we also used our, uh, our our white male privilege. Yes, it, it's my privilege. I play that privilege card as often as I possibly can. Yes. Well, people won't know, but you can probably tell from from my voice anyway. I'm white, so I am whiter than white. Yes. Yeah. 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 But. Um, we wanted to keep it a bit smaller moving forward. Obviously, the first conversation we had, there were loads of people on the call. And some of the fair feedback from people we had was, oh, yeah, it was great, but it was sometimes hard to follow who was who. And we did we did say that at the beginning, that it was just one big happy mess. And we just rolled with it. So we're, we're going to keep it a bit smaller moving forward. And typically, it's going to be conservative prof and I, and maybe one or two other guests there may be other co-hosts coming on. We'll see. But um, obviously, if it's just conservative prof and I, it's hopefully easier to pick out who's who. Conservative prof has a strange accent. <laughs> yeah, being born and raised in the Midwest will give you a crazy accent. It's funny how that works. I'm told I have an accent too, but I, I, I can't hear that. I have not picked up on that yet, Tej. I'm still working on figuring that out. So I'll let you know if I discover it and find it. 
I was chastised in the forum today because I posted a headline and I used the American spelling. I noticed that. <laughs> and I noticed that you, you used the American spelling. And I don't remember right now who it was, but someone called you out on it. They did. Yeah, so the headline, I was simply explaining that we're recording a new episode of, uh, of the podcast today with a very honoured guest. And of course, in British spelling is, is with the extra U. And Neo Hillbilly corrected me which was quite amusing. <laughs> yeah, so you just can't do anything, right? You spell it your way, you get called out, you spell it our way, you get called out again. Yeah, I, I, did, a, I did a headline a while ago about, um, it was very, a very British headline without realising, it was about the, the boot of the car instead of the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> the trousers instead of the pants, the pavement instead of the sidewalk. Remember you had one, uh, one time about, about a jumper? A jumper. Ah, instead yeah. of, uh, what do you guys call it? It's a, it's a dress, a type of dress. A jumper is a type of dress. Yep. So what do you put on when you're cold? A jacket. But a jacket is a coat. No, a coat is a coat. A jacket is a lighter coat. Yeah. A coat is a heavier yeah. coat. A jacket is in between a sweater and a coat. Ah, a sweater, which is a weird, for, for me, that's weird because it implies that when you wear it, you'll sweat, but it's to actually, oh, I don't know, anyway. <laughs> The, uh, the amusing differences between uh, British English and American English. But I, I love having fun with some of the guys on the headline forum there and uh, we tease each other and it's all, uh, it's all good fun. Yeah, so we've talked about a few changes in the forum as well. So about the, the, the pinning posts. I think uh, my post about the podcast was the first one that got pinned. And since then, it's been great just to see all of these different posts, which honestly, I, I might have otherwise missed, which appear at the top. And that's a really nice feature. And then, of course, we've got the uh, and who who's who do we have to thank for this? The word cloud was it Brother Tim? Brother Tim, it was for sure Brother Tim. Brother Tim, and then Dan Dillon saw that. Yeah, and actually, um, I kind of alerted Dan to it, um, and he saw that and just absolutely loved it. And so he added a word cloud to not to be also because there's now a word cloud on not to be. So I saw you have that. one for the yeah. forum. You have one for not to be. And the word cloud has been so much fun. So I do want to thank Dan for adding that and for Brother Tim for having the idea. Um, Brother Tim had a, he did a kind of an analysis um, and included some of the words in his analysis. And I, I let Dan know about that. And then Dan went ahead and did the word cloud thing. So it was very organic um, in how it came about. But a really good um, idea and one that I think has added a lot of fun to the forum for sure. Um, because um, today, um, SDH posted about, and she pinned a post, a forum, a forum post about not using a period at the end of your headline. Well, of course, the, how the B forum works with all of us rascals uh, in the forum. If you say don't do something, that means that actually will now happen. So the, so the word cloud today includes the word periods, which is hilarious. So I absolutely love that. That's the best part about the forum, right? You've got uh, these inside jokes. Um, and when somebody says don't do something, well, everybody does that thing. Because we're kids, essentially, right? We're all essential inner five-year-olds kind of come out when we do this kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's been pretty cool to see that. Yeah, I think the out of all of the new features, I like the word cloud best. I've had the most fun with that one. You posted a really long headline, Kurgle, um, about the what? What was the word again? Redactron. 
yeah, and that was and that was read out on last week's podcast. Yeah, and I think it was was it Adam that read that out, and uh, he had he had absolutely no idea. So sometimes I'm I'm going to try and play with my new soundboard here, but sometimes when you uh, they read out one of these inside headlines and you hear this. <laughs> I thought I'd try that. Um, yes, it's the Redactotron 3000, and we have Stanky Stankowitz to thank for it. Um, it was his idea, and um, some some others of us, um, we just kind of went with it, and we were able to get it to the very top of the word cloud above Biden for a short time. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. And Stanky Stankowitz is one of the guys you heard in the intro there. So I just want to say again, thanks very much to everyone who sent in a recording of themselves. Uh, if you missed that, I did put a little post on the on the headline forum the other day. And if you want to feature on the podcast, you just uh, record yourself saying, hey, this is, and then your username, and you're listening to We The Beeple. And you can send it to, it's a very professional email address that we've set up. It's beeple.podcast at gmail.com so we don't have a fancy official babylon b email address but uh, feel free to send us anything you want there and you can also email us any questions if you want to do that outside of the forum so just to repeat that's beeple.podcast at gmail.com so we'd love to hear from you that way uh, if you want to get in touch uh, otherwise you can of course continue to interact with us all on the headline forum or over on the group on not the b I'll, I'll say a little story um what a great feature the word cloud has become. And it helps us think of new headline ideas. Um, when I see the word cloud, I try to use that in terms of how will I create a headline. So it's been really good in terms of the inspiration and providing some ideas. And then when we kind of make up a word, uh, we use the word bumfuzzle. Uh, that was Pierre Tige's example. Yes. And so we try to use quite a, that word quite a bit also. And we got that one up there. Unfortunately, we never got a bum fuzzle read on the podcast, but um, maybe next time we'll make that happen. But I've really enjoyed the feature in terms of just helping spur my creativity. And I think it's done the same thing for many others also. One of the other features I'm really uh, excited about is the I'm feeling lucky button. It's been talked about, of course, on the podcast, uh, but it's 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 really nice. It feels like there's a concerted effort to uh, really include more users from the headline forum and put the spotlight on other users. So that's really great to hear. Uh, unfortunately, I am a little bit of a, a victim because typically my headlines are always on the second page <laughs> of the trending headlines. So I haven't been read out on the podcast in, in a couple of weeks, but I don't mind. I'm perfectly happy to uh, hear some of the other guys. There's some great stuff out there. And uh, one of the headlines from the I'm Feeling Lucky button, I think it was on last week's podcast, was mm -hmm. published. Yeah, so the user um, who was discovered on the randomizer, or the I'm Feeling Lucky, was Miles M. And Miles had an awesome headline that I think a lot of us would have missed. And it says this, after dismissing warnings from his mother, Tucker Carlson's face is now stuck that way. And if you watched the podcast when they were doing this, um, you would have noticed that Kyle laughed pretty good at this one. And he yelled to somebody, uh, hey, email that one to me. And it wasn't long after the, um, that they published and also yeah. featured that one. So that was really cool. And so uh, the feeling, I'm feeling lucky button definitely has helped some people that Absolutely. Um, maybe wouldn't have gotten noticed by the B or just anybody that's a user 
um, get some attention, which is exactly what I believe it was designed for. So that was awesome to see that. And that headline is that when I last checked um, on Facebook, it was absolutely killing it. It was uh, it was doing really, really, really well. So congratulations, Miles M. And he's also a very or she uh, is a very new user. They only joined. They joined on June thirtieth of twenty twenty two. And they already have yeah published headlines. That's just yeah. uh, that's just fantastic. Yeah, that's very impressive. Because one one of the things I think, if I remember correctly, we were talking about on 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 our chat a couple of months ago when all the guys were joining us, uh, we were saying, yeah, you know, we we all had this naive ambition that we'd uh, join as subscribers and our first headline would be published. But for this user, that's almost the case. Actually, they <laughs> they'd hardly posted any headlines and they've been published already. So that's uh, that's really cool to see. Yeah, I've I've had fun using um, that. I'm feeling lucky. I use it every once in a while. Um, if it's been a really busy day, I go there. It seems very, very random, you know, who, who you're going to get. And it's a good way to find some headlines that you've missed otherwise. Okay, so one of the things I asked on the headline forum recently was uh, questions. Do you guys have any questions for us, for us personally, questions in general? Throw them in there and we'll see if we can answer them. So we had quite a few. Thanks so much to everyone that thought up questions, sensible or otherwise. <laughs> and uh, we had fun reading these. Uh, thanks very much to the user G Fanson, who asked, do you hide your draft headlines in places all around the house? <laughs> Conservative prof, you've been accused of, or it's been asked if you have uh, Russian bots working for you to account for your very impressive presence on the headline forum. So do you do you have Russian bots who are hiding your uh, your 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 headline drafts all around my bots are from nicaragua they illegally crossed the border and hiked very far north where i'm at um they're cheaper than the russian bots is what i've discovered so um so i do have bots but they're nicaraguan so that's the answer kugel how about you do you hide your your draft headlines all around the house well most of them i keep on my phone but when I get an idea, I just jot it down on a piece of paper. So just earlier today, I was going around gathering them all up and to try to put them in a pile so I wouldn't lose them. But so, yeah, I do have some around the house. Most are just on my phone, though. Yeah, same here. I mean, I've got a, a draft folder on my phone and uh, I, I posted a headline a few weeks ago crying about the fact that this huge draft folder of mine on my email provider had that I'd lost it and it disappeared. And I, I had all these headlines and they're all gone. <laughs> so I was, I was really, uh, really upset. Uh, so maybe it would have been a good idea to hide a few under the mattress uh, or uh, place them somewhere in a cupboard just in case I, uh, just in case I, I lose them digitally. But Kurgle, I was poking fun at you a minute ago off the air because you said you were printing things off. You just mentioned it again there. My, my wife does that as well. She's a very non-digital person. But in times like that, you realize pen and paper it's the still the way to go isn't it really yeah my draft folder on my phone is so huge because i'll come up with ideas and i'll put them on there and some of them are several months old because i keep looking at them i thought no that's is too lame i can't post that but i leave them on there because i might revamp them later but my folder is so big that i'm afraid if something happens to the phone or if it accidentally gets erased, I'll lose all of my ideas. So yeah, I, I do need to print them out. Print them out and stash them around the house in, uh, st in strategic places. Put them in a fireproof safe. Just not in Trump's safe. What I do with mine 
is to make sure that they will be safe and not read by anybody is I have some of old Hillary's old emails and I just print them on the back side and then I know for sure nobody will ever steal them, see them or anything. So that's the best way that, that you do that. So just FYI, if anybody else is out there, I can send you some Hillary emails and just put your drafts, your, your thoughts on that and nobody will, nobody will steal it. <laughs> and uh, another question from, uh, from G Fanson, um, conservative prof, does your mother know about your BB addiction? My mother knows very little about me. Um, what I, what I reveal to her is very different than what I reveal to the rest of the world. I'm, t I'm totally kidding about that. Um, no, that would never be a conversation that would come up, and she'd be like, what's that? I would have to explain a whole thing, and I don't really feel like explaining a whole thing, so no. Kurgle, uh, user Truttle asks, do you have any favorite podcasts or radio programs beside the B? Um, no, it always, always used to be Rush Limbaugh, every mm. single day, and I really, really miss his show. Um, uh, Dan Bongino, and then just the local guys. But I was thinking about the other day, you know, I never expected anybody to be able to replace Rush. But one of the things that the bee has done for me has filled that void that I've had since, um, since he's no longer here. So, um, yeah. So yeah, just various programs now and, and the bee. Yeah. And conservative prof, how about you? Do you have any other favorite podcasts outside of the B or any favorite radio programs? Certainly. Um, yeah, I was uh, a devoted Rush listener for a very long time. Um, I did buy a uh, subscription to the Daily Wire quite a while ago. And so a lot of their stuff, Ben Shapiro, um, don't listen to Ben Shapiro on time and a half. You might die if you do that. Um, so that's been one that I've really enjoyed. Um, the Duck Dynasty guys actually have a really good podcast. It's... Um, Jason Allen and their dad, and I have not listened to that one as much lately as I used to, but they um, they is very biblically based, faith based. Um, they do a really good job of going through some current events and just things that they enjoy. And I really was a fan of the show when it was on, and um, but the, a lot of the B stuff or the bap the not the B stuff has been really good for me too. So I always stay current with Peter Heck, and uh, when Joel Abbott records something, I will um, always listen to that too. So. Um, a lot of the just a lot of the content from not the bee has kind of filled some of that void for me. Okay, so um, Kamari Tux has a question. Uh, she says, "I was actually thinking about this after you posted the picture on not the bee. My question choice would be: Have you ever been out of the USA, and where did you go? So this would be for you, for you, Teej, since you're not in the US. Yeah, have you ever been to the United States, and if so, which states?" No, I haven't. I, I, I'd love to come. Every day you interact with the States, whether it's on social media or in a movie or in a TV series, you know, it's, it's, it's everywhere. But I'd love to come over and uh, see the sites and uh, do Route 66 and all the stuff, which, hmm. uh, <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've got friends as well in the States, obviously a growing number of wonderful Babylon Bee people, uh, but also uh, friends uh, who live in Pennsylvania, Washington State. So overall, really. But uh, obviously, I'm from the UK, but I, I live in Belgium, the heart of Europe. And it's a beautiful country here, very small. Uh, but uh, what Kamari Tux was referring to there is sometimes I post pictures locally on Not The Bee. And sometimes it's nothing, it's nothing special. I just take a photo and I'm out and about somewhere. I don't think much of it. But of course, for 
people in the States, they see the the different culture, the different buildings, whatever. And uh, I think that's probably what she's referring to. It is nice to be able to share that. Things that I look at and take for granted, uh, I can share that. And that that's fun and interesting for people over, over on Not The Bee. And, and, and likewise, for, for me as well as somebody who's never been to the States, just to see the pictures and the the interactions from people over there from a country that uh, that I find really fascinating. Yeah, what I find fascinating about your photos often is the architecture mm -hmm. and how different that is than where I live in the Midwest. Um, you know, maybe you can find more similar architecture on the east coast of the U.S., but uh, that's what always strikes me. Um, I live in a town that's hundred and some years old, and Belgium would be way older than that obviously with a lot older architecture so it's i find that very interesting to see those differences yeah that's what i always look at first too or, or the buildings and kind of seeing what it looks like where you live yes yeah, beautiful parts of the world here and um i was interacting with odir on the forum a while ago and we were uh she was laughing about, I was pointing the fact out that, uh, you know, and I think I wrote a headline about this as well, that uh, something like British tourist is is unimpressed by an American who's talking about buildings, really old buildings from 50 mm -hmm. years ago. And that's, uh, yeah, obviously in the UK and here in Belgium, you know, we've got things dating back hundreds, sometimes thousands of years or a thousand years, you know. So, and I don't think that's something you guys really have over there, right? Nope. I have never been outside of the country, but um, a few years back, I did go to Disney World and I went to Epcot Center. So I know exactly what it looks like in Europe, so I don't have to go. <laughs> you can save yourself a lot of money because Disney, yeah. we know, is perfect. Everything there yep. is exactly like you'd find it somewhere else. Yes. I'd like to see the Star Wars um, area. That would be cool. Yeah, that looks amazing, actually. That would be really cool. I wish it was a separate park. I mean, not, I know they're all, they're different areas, but I wish it was just entirely a separate thing. Got another question here from Giflord Gru, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. How can I force people to updoot my posts or possibly even find them funny? <laughs> Conservative prof, do you have any? Uh... I was forgetting about the word updoot. Another word that we started, I believe that was Feldsbato, Feldsboto, who started the updoot. Feldsboto. Vildspato, um, to get more updutes, be more funny. It's that simple. And I, what I always tell people on the forum when they, they talk about how to get more upvotes, um, it's just practice, practice, practice. It's volume. It's interaction. Um, it, it's just trying to think quick on your feet. Sometimes the first thing you think is the funniest, um, and it just takes time. It's It's like... I think trying to be funny is just like exercising or writing. You just have to do it a lot. And the more you do it, the better you get. And I, mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm funny or not. I try to be. Uh, but sometimes you just don't know. You feel like some days every every joke you pitched just fell flat. And some days you're just so surprised that you thought was just kind of a throwaway random joke has has 80 votes. You're just like, oh, I did not expect that, right? So it's hard to even know sometimes what is funny and what isn't just as you write something you just never know what's going to strike a chord with the community mm. you talk about 80 upvotes there that sorry Kirk, did you want to say oh, something? Uh, no i was gonna say a lot of times um is not just what you write but the person who's reading it it depends on their mood um, mm -hmm. a lot of times uh, there'll be days when i go through and everything is just hilarious mm -hmm. and then other days not so much and i i started noticing that it depends on my mood when I'm reading them. 
Mm. You know, I, that's a really good point. I um, Yesterday, I had a night class, so I was on campus um, in, in the building I teach in from 9 a.m. until 10 p.m., and not many things are funny today. <laughs> Let's put it that way, because <laughs> I went to bed later than I usually do. I just woke up randomly early, and I don't fall asleep very well once uh, again once I wake up. So, yeah, today things aren't quite as funny as they were yesterday, that's for sure. I've seen that from you sometimes, conservative prof, that you uh, respond to something I post in uh, European time. It's kind of the middle of the day. It must be quite early in the morning or very late at night. Yeah, my um, my sleep pattern has been a, a long discussion on not to be for a couple of years now. Um, it's very random. Uh, the older I get, the the, the stranger my sleep patterns are. You know that thing when you, you pick on your parents about going to bed early? Well, I guess I'm living that now. And so I get tired, so I go to bed. Well, then I might wake up at 3 a.m. my time and I'm done. That's I'm, I'm awake. I just don't fall back asleep again very well. So I will often do a lot of my work then. Um, I will often do grading, um, respond to um, things on not to be, post a few random things. And because um, my my home office is just right across the hall, I just flip the computer on and go. So I do that a lot, or go to the gym, or you know, do exercise, whatever. So uh, I do a lot of my writing for my. I'm I'm wrapping up uh, a dissertation, so I can do a lot of my writing then too. So it's just the way it is for me. Just the way it is. So it's different when you don't have children um, at home. So it's like do what I want. Yeah. Yeah, I, I also have some funny sleeping patterns. I'm, I'm definitely a night person. I mean, obviously, as I, as was said earlier, it's uh, very late in the night here in Belgium because that's the time zone that's favorable for you guys. But for me, that's that's not too bad. I'm, I'm usually most awake uh, later at night. And I, I don't know, I've struggled with that sometimes. I thought, is that a habit I need to change or is that just something I need to embrace and say that's, that's who I am? Um, yeah. Kurgle. Joker asks, what would you do if you were hired as an FBI agent? I, I think I would try to find out all the secrets. You know, anything about aliens or politicians, things in history, just whatever I could find to see what they actually know. But is that something the FBI has access to? I thought that was more. I don't uh, know. Uh, what's that film with? Nicholas Cage, where he tries to uh, national treasure, and he tries to break into the the desk in the Oval Office, and there's all these secrets in there or something. Is is that right? That is correct. Yes, yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen that one. Yes, that's true. It's not it's not the very first of the national treasures. It's maybe the second one or the third one. I think there was three of them. Maybe I think I gave up after the second one. I haven't seen the third. I didn't know. There I'm was not sure if there's a third one or not. I guess maybe I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, but I'm not such a huge fan of Nicolas Cage. I was actually I've been going back through the archives of the the Babylon Bee podcast. It's so much fun. If if you haven't done that already, I do recommend it. But uh, in one of the earlier episodes, they were talking about Nicolas Cage, and they had some really funny. Uh, commentary about uh, his his acting it was one of the a, a great episode with kira davis she is always good when she's on absolutely yeah really enjoyed listening to her okay i've got a question here from oh dear how much time do you spend on babylon b per day per week be honest <laughs> shall i pull out my phone and give you an exact uh, screen uh, 
because I actually I actually posted about this on Not the Be a while ago, and I did a screen grab from because on on Apple you get a kind of a report of how much screen time you you know what, how much time you're actually spending on all the different apps, and uh, it was actually uh, very high. <laughs> I think I would probably be shocked myself if I actually knew. I'm going to have a look now, see if I can figure it out. I'm going to be honest. How about you, conservative prof? <laughs> I don't want to find out. I'm just going to pretend I don't know. It's that simple. I know I have a couple of hours in the morning, probably probably an hour or two at night. And then just everything, like five minutes here, 10 minutes there throughout the day. All those little things add up. I'm looking at my screen report here on my iPhone. And um, it tells me, and I think this is an average per day. Uh, that can't be right. It says for the Babylon B app, two and a half hours. If it is, ah, no, that's not per day. That's uh, the daily average is 37 minutes. So that's not too bad. And then not the B is a daily average of 25 minutes. That's this week. But if I'm, I'm sure if we go back, let me look at last week, actually. So last week, it was an average of 43 minutes. A day and not the B was also 43 minutes. So that's not too bad. But that's just on your phone. Do you um, do you spend any time on like laptop or anything? Yeah, that's true. I do. Yeah. I I used to, and this is again another shout out to Dan Dillon for the fantastic work he's done on the app. I didn't like the the old Babylon B app. It didn't function as well as the desktop version. So Previously, I would always access it on my browser, on my phone, or on on my on my desktop. But now, most of the time, it's via, via the app. Uh, I find it uh, really, really good. And same with Not the B as well. Okay, so I've got another question here from Miles M, who we talked about a moment ago. Uh, good question. Should the B write more headlines that are Christian or conservative? I think conservative. A bad conservative joke is just not funny, but a bad Christian joke may be blasphemous. Thoughts? I think it's a good point. I think, um, you know, the good Christian jokes can be the funniest, but sometimes it's hard to know where that line is. Mm. And sometimes, and if you cross it, then it's too late. Yeah. And I mean, I think certainly in some of the earlier episodes of, of the Official B podcast, they have, they have mentioned this before. Where is that line? How do you find that line? And, and where's the, the balance in uh, honoring the Lord? And, uh, being funny and and our and our Kyle referenced uh, I think it was a podcast episode by John Piper where he he'd actually been approached by people about the Babylon Bee and when it was rising to fame and where is the place of satire in uh, in the kingdom of God so that's a podcast from John Piper called When Should Christians Use Satire if you just type in John Piper satire into google it should be right at the top and that's from 2017 and that's a really good uh, 10 minute podcast what he feels about the the subjects so i think you might draw a lot of wisdom from there as well i think the b does it perfectly and it was really encouraging in the interview with kurt cameron just to hear him say how christ-centered and christ-honoring the babylon b is and i think it's easy to forget that maybe amidst all the other jokes they're doing outside of the, the christian world um so it was really nice to hear him say that 
and I'm sure as well for the for the guys at the B to to hear the guy they've been affectionately mocking and laughing at for the last few years to be there and to to be saying those sorts of things. Yeah, and at the same time, um, it is a Christian site, so you know, and the articles that the B have done has done, they've been great. You don't want to go so far away from that that it just looks like a a conservative site. We want mm-hmm. to keep the that Christian base there. Exactly. Yeah. And there's um, there's a lot of uh, headlines that people write that are, are pretty funny, really good headlines that um, are about people in the Bible or, you know, events in the Bible. And I love reading those, but myself, I have a hard time coming up with any just because I'm always thinking, no, that's too far. No, I can't do that. So yeah, it, it's tough to know where to stop. We talked about this the last time. Veltzboto or Veltzboto is for me. He's the uh, the, the master of satirical, biblical based headlines. He's uh, yes, he is. He's thrown up a few recently. I don't have any in front of me now, but uh, it's so I love those. I said this in the last podcast episode. I love uh, <laughs> I love that sort of that sort of humor. It's uh, and you know the Lord has a sense of humor, and I think we can be too religious. Um, and there is a line. But um, I, I really do believe the Lord would laugh at a lot of these jokes. But it's also, as, as has been talked about many times on the, the main podcast, is that satire isn't always about making people laugh. It's about make. sometimes it's about going, ouch, that hurts, because it's about pointing out uh, a hypocrisy or a failure by an organization or an individual or a group. That's what the bee, the sting of the bee does so well, uh, particularly with with huge issues like abortion or false teachers or just pointing out ridiculous things that are that are going on in the government or, or whatever the case may be. How you mentioned that um, God has a sense of humor. I think he really does. And that's one of the great gifts that he's given us. I know in uh, last time when we met, and it's been said many times in the forum, that, um, that humor is what helps us with the stress, uh, helps us get by. And if you can't laugh at yourself, can't laugh at things going on around you, is just going to be really, really hard. Yeah. And I've said this before as well. I mean, we've had here, we've had some difficult years. We've had some tough times. And I think a lot of people could say the same, that this, the B for me has just been a refuge where I've found joy and humor in a, in a difficult season and, and humor and laughter is such a gift. It says somewhere in Proverbs, I think it is that uh, a joyful heart is like a good medicine. And uh, I've certainly found that out of personal experience and, and experience that. And it's, uh, it's been a real, real, a real blessing. And also the forum is just a wonderful place where as conservative prof said in the last episode, it's just a place where you can connect with like-minded people and you know, Hey, I'm not, I'm not the only one that thinks like this. I'm not the only one that enjoys a stupid joke or a, a sarcastic headline. Um, so it's uh, it's a great place. Not much for me to add to all that. I think uh, the best part about comedy is that it's organic. Um, I think what makes the bee really special is that they're really good at responding to the news of the day. So um, I 100% appreciate the um, the conservative base, the Christian base. Um, at the same time, though, I want it to be funny. And what they did, um, so Biden's speech was last Thursday when in Philadelphia with the red lighting and, and the dark and all that. And then when they just went crazy on those, on basically the Hitler headlines on Friday, yeah. and the whole page looked like that. I that was just a a stroke of brilliance of genius, 
And that's to me is what makes the bees special. And that's very organic. I mean, the, the speech happened Thursday night and Friday. It was all about that and it was great. And so uh, that's what I appreciate about the bee and being so topical and things like that. And then today, a headline that they posted, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. I don't think I've really had time to comment on it yet. But uh, a headline today was, Lost Journalist Accidentally Wanders into the Washington Post because they've been making fun of Taylor Lorenz, um, who's um, been harassing the uh, Libs of TikTok person. And I thought, what a great headline, because I get what's going on with that. Not if, Maybe not everybody would, but anybody who's a B follower and B fan would get that. So I just, when I see stuff like that, I mean, I, and I see how they are absolutely poking uh, the people on the left and doing it the right way and doing it in a way that they're, they're poking them and mocking them, um, but not in a mean way, you know, but using satire to make a point mm-hmm. and a satire to point out the absurdity of something is just, it's, that's, that's why I'm a fan of the bee. Mm-hmm. And so clearly the Washington Post had lost, it has not, uh, you know, nobody would call them a journalist from a conservative perspective, right? So to, to make that joke, I thought was absolutely hilarious. So um, that's what I appreciate about the bee and some of the headlines they're able to do. Um, that really uh, make me excited to see a new headline get get out there and published. Yeah, when I um, went to the the homepage, was it the other day um, when they did the all the all the Hitler headlines, and every single picture was the exact same. I just started laughing. It it was great. And then it was so busy in the forum. Oh yeah, yeah. It took me a while to get that actually because. I thought, hey, is, a, is there a problem here? Have they have they published too many headlines all in one go? That and, and then the, I went over on to not the B, and uh, I, I got it. I was like, ah, okay, I see what they're doing. And uh, obviously, I'm a little bit out of sync uh, with what you guys are experiencing. But uh, I think that was such an appropriate response uh, to to that uh, to that speech. And another thing, uh, when we're talking about humor, uh, the one of the great things about the form is everybody's different. Everybody has a different sense of humor. Um, We have, you know, everybody wants to post a great headline, but everyone has their own style. So you have some that are rather serious, some that are straight satire, some that, you know, might, you know, make fun of parents or husbands and wives. Um, Some might just be about something that happened during your day, but some just are just jokes but they all come together. You have a wide variety and it just really makes it a special place. Yeah, absolutely. I, I notice as well, if you, if you really want a, a headline to do well, you have to write about a marital situation. Those always get the most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are pretty popular. Local husband, local wife. <laughs> uh. Okay. So we, uh, we wanted to just have a look at a few of our, our own favorite headlines from the forum of, from the last few days. So Conservative Prof, you've, uh, I understand you had two or three headlines you were keen to, uh, to share with us. I sure do. So uh, a user I've gotten to know a little bit here over the last couple of months, Stanky Stankowitz. And what I discovered about Stanky is that uh, we have a similar profession. We're both college professors. So he wrote one that I found really funny that others might not have, but he goes, this is what he wrote. Supportive professors assure students it's much more painful reading their homework than it is for them to do it. 
And yes, that is true. That's not actually satire, it's actually truth. So, but that one made me laugh because I'm like, yeah, that is so, so true. Yeah, this is not satire, this is the truth. Um, so I thought that was pretty good. And then um, another one that I found kind of inter interesting um, is it just maybe a giggle. It was one that uh, maybe somebody else wouldn't have found funny. Uh, it's from. The user is Save Ferris Bueller 101, and it says the final prophecy is fulfilled. They made pumpkin spice spam. I, just, I don't know. I just thought that was silly, so <laughs> it made me laugh out loud. So that was a good. Those are two that I um, that struck me from the last few days. I just I love those silly headlines. I just think they're great. Yeah, I do too. But I remember both of those, and I was just looking at the one with the the, the pumpkin spice spam today. They they were both funny. So there is one um, that I really liked. It, it also has to do with, with spam. It is from Mr. Sender 38. And it is the one, um, had a lot of votes, so probably a lot of you have seen it. Introvert legally changes name to suspected spam. And I thought that was just a really great idea. So, so I, I, I had a lot of fun with that one. Um, another one, this is the one that really stuck out to me and I just remembered it the most from the week. It is from Kamari Tux. And she said, a feminist not wanting to be outdone by man feverishly writes mom jokes. <laughs> and with that one, I can't relate with the feminist part of it, but the rest of it, you know, ever since I was a kid, I was always, whenever there was an opportunity, I would tell a joke a pun, just a really dumb joke. I've always loved them. I have earned many, many eye rolls for my daughter. And then one day I hear them referred to as a dad joke. And I thought, well, why do dads get all the credit? Moms can be funny too. So that one really stuck out to me. That is a seamless connection to the headline I'd, I'd seen uh, that I wanted to share. And we didn't even plan it, uh, but it's from Ministry of Truth. Uh, I think it was a, a day or two ago he posted or she. I uh, don't want to misgender these uh, these wonderful subscribers. Teenage daughter surprised to learn that dad jokes are fueled by eye rolls. I remember that one. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I like that one. That's that's funny. And then um, our own brother Tim again. Uh, he, uh, I mean, this this is, I talked earlier about Bible humor. As Daniel stood before the lions, an angel with a laser pointer appeared. I remember that one. Yeah. I could picture the whole thing, the whole scene playing out in my head. That was funny. <laughs> yep. I was just hilarious. I love that. I think it's fantastic. Uh, there are other headlines as well. And, uh, you know, this could form an ongoing segment on the podcast where we pick out our favorite headlines. And we want to try and give focus to newer users as well. If you see a headline you like, someone else's, feel free to mention it to us, forward it through on email. Uh, maybe we can uh, get it read out on uh, on a on a future podcast yeah okay so well we've got some segments that we're going to try and work on and we really want to try and get a few regular features coming on the podcast uh, as it continues and as it takes shape and form it's still in its early days uh, we're still working on a few ideas we've asked subscribers in the headline forum for their ideas and we're working on those and uh, one of the main things uh, we're really keen to do as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast is involve you wonderful lot on this podcast and actually have different subscribers. So we, we teased at the beginning of the episode who uh, who would be on next. So Kurgle, could you uh, 
Could you reveal that for us? Who's, uh, who's going to be our first official guest on We the People? Uh, yes, this is very exciting. It's the very first guest. So make sure you tune in next time so you can hear all about him. The first official guest of We the People will be Slaying Giants. So come back. Um, you'll hear all about um, his favorite headlines, how he comes up with them, how he came to be on the forum, and lots and lots of questions. So that should be exciting. Yeah, well, we look forward to that. And of course, we've got some uh, other guests lined up which we probably best not say yet because they're not 100 percent um but uh, if you've got somebody you'd like to see featured on the podcast let us know drop us an email you can also comment on the uh, in the podcast itself one other thing i wanted to mention as well was an article from sdh it's quite an old article now i think so the article is called how to write a banging babylon b headline i should be able to put the link in the show notes uh, then you'll be able to see that uh, in the uh, in the podcast section. So do check that out. You'll hopefully find, if you haven't done already, you'll find some good tips and tricks there. That's an older article from two years ago. And uh, if there's any other information, I'll probably put our email address in the show notes as well and anything else we can think of. And we'll try and pack that out a bit more and uh, make it a bit more professional as, as this thing takes shape and form. And uh, it's going to take us a couple of episodes, I think, to find our to find our legs and to get going. And as we get feedback from everyone listening, and uh, again, just want to say thank you so much to everyone who's taken the time to listen, all the positive feedback. There was one or two people who said, "Ah, oh, great, another podcast," and that's a fair comment. <laughs> there was a Babylon B. Uh, oh, there's a Babylon B headline for everything, isn't there? There was a Babylon B headline about. Uh, I think it was a man is is only finds out he's the only person in the u.s not to have made a podcast <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> yes i remember that one yeah uh... i remember that one too so yes this is another podcast but hey we had some good feedback from the last time we enjoy doing it and we're so grateful to everyone who's subscribed if you haven't done already please do subscribe to the podcast and then you'll get a notification when we release a new episode but i was really blessed to see the amount of people that have subscribed already that's really good and, and and all the positive feedback and really grateful for that really grateful for the community it's a it's a wonderful place but uh do keep in touch with us keep your comments suggestions and ideas coming in and um we'll probably be back what do you think conservative prof in a couple of weeks is that realistic in a couple of weeks i believe so yeah yep. cool all right so god bless you all and we look forward to the next episode of we the people I think it'll be okay. I, I, I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion on that. Let's not mansplain, hey? <laughs> <laughs> uh.